Project U, the podcast with Nathan Jake. Wait, I need to know the context of this. Grace Gardner. Why don't you get the computer voice to do it? Nick Kelly. This is my plan all along. It's like riding a bike with training wheels when you come back to this after five weeks off. Mate, you never forget how to ride a bike. welcome everybody to the Project U podcast, which is back again. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, anyway. We're sorry for our absence the last few weeks. A lot of changes have happened in our sort of lives. Yes. Um, You know, some of us have full-time jobs and things going on. Some of us have been going through months-long existential crisis. Let's play a game with the audience right now. At ProjectU.tv, guess who's the existential crisis one and guess who's the full-time job one. Um, Grace, congrats on your full-time job. Thanks. I moved to Nowra. It's Where is Nowra in, in the world? <laughs> okay. Grace is uh, Nowra no longer in the room with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done. You can hear Grace on Power FM in Nowra, toodle six weekdays. Oh, mate. Got the whole spiel going. Thanks. Can I get it on TuneIn Radio? <laughs> Um, you actually can't, so... What? Very upsetting. Um, Nathan, what are you doing with your life at the moment? Nothing. The listeners care. <laughs> listeners are deeply caring. But you are you have begun a countdown to watching Call Me By Your Name. Exactly. I just uh, am ecstatic. <laughs> Aren't we all? Oh. I don't have to wait until Boxing Day to go to a random cinema three hours away. Instead, I go to a cinema two and a half hours away, ten days from now. We do have to attend Newtown, <laughs> unfortunately. This is the only time oh. I've ever been glad to go to Newtown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another life update for me. I found a dog named Charlie 2 that I want to adopt. <laughs> That's Charlie 2 if you didn't hear that. <laughs> He's really ugly, but I love him. How is he, call- how so is he called Charlie 2? <laughs> like- I don't know, but I'm keeping it. Did someone have two Charlies? Or I don't know. This I'm is guessing. The- this, is I don't out- know. this is getting out of hand. Shot watch. <laughs> So, the charts have um, really been shaken up the last few weeks since we were last on you air. Could, you could even say they were shook. <laughs> you could, I mean, you really could. Yo, I'm shook. I'm shook. Shookening songs. Some of them are shookening, some are not. Mm. Should we start at number one? Oh, if we have to. Baby, dancing in the dark. A song that sounds like she didn't really want to be on it. Can we discuss the title of this song? What is it called? Perfect. It's called Perfect Duet. <laughs> oh, no. With and, Beyonce. And that's not perfect bracket duet bracket. It's perfect duet. Oh, who took grammar lessons in that duet? None of them. No, this is very intentional. They do believe it is the perfect duet. <laughs> and, mm. and I'm sure for straight people it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Beyonce's on it. What the hell is this? <laughs> Sounds very shepherd. Does it? Yes. I think it does. So this is BB Rexa with Florida Georgia Line, who are that country duo that pop up like herpes every now and then and just destroy the charts. This is the number two song in Australia. That's insane to me. I know, because it makes sense as like a, a number one in the US, hands down. Works in the US. Bit of country, bit of pop, always goes well. But for this, doesn't make any sense at all. Mm. Bizarre. Yeah, Madness. Swifty Endgame. I don't think it's going as well for her as the, the they, they sort of 
thought it would because... They botched this campaign, really. Mm. <laughs> they really did. It was sort of like a... Su- uh, they subtly brought it out as a single. And you think, you know, Ed Sheeran's on it. It's got a bit of an urban edge. It's a perfect storm. But it's number 13. They haven't tried yet. Hmm. Um, <laughs> this, uh, this song is perfect to have another Joseph Kahn video that's, like, real epic and expensive. Yeah, very fair. Very fair um, But, yeah, I think this is one of the, the top two on Reputation, but we're going to talk about Reputation later on. We will. I still haven't listened to it, sort to be of honest. Full it's on it. Spotify now. You have no excuse. Oh, I don't. Having a reader or a top ten in Australia is a wonderful time. I love it. It's always good. Yeah. Everything, it's very good. Everything about this going well makes me incredibly happy. So well done, Rita. She's been top ten for over two weeks now um, since her promo trip, and it's just stayed there, which amazing. is amazing. I know. It's so good. I regret to inform that the new Shepherd song is really, really, really fucking good. And this is seemingly a trend now, which would tend to dictate that they're kind of a good band. All of these things upset us. Yeah, but us. then... This week they released a, a small cover EP that was awful. <laughs> Did they? So there's no consistency. Why do they do that? Currently, their cover of um, Waves is charged. Oh my god. Waves what? by oh. Nico and Vince. No, Mr. Prob. Uh, pleased to announce Nico and Vince are coming back to Australia in January, by the way. No, Waves by that Australian man with the long hair. Dean Lewis. That it. That's it. I'm not going to discuss any of the Aria results. <laughs> no, we're just. <laughs> what I will say is that my nan has discovered she's a fan of Amy Shark. <laughs> Charlie XCX Live was the highlight of my year. It was a good set. It was a really good set. And this song went off more than I could have ever imagined. I love her. I love her homosexual DJ. (laughs) He's great. I love him, whoever he is. He needs to be on every show she ever does. Because he is just there getting his life, doing a lot of moves similar to you, Nick. Yeah, you know, like my podcast moves or my DJ deck moves. Your DJ deck moves. Yeah. Which I haven't seen in a long time. I haven't been to a set of yours in forever. Played World Bar the other night for the first time. When the Australian Club. It's when great. Are you, when are you playing Nowra? It's great idea. Yeah, come come play Nowra. Come play the North Nowra Tavern oh, or North Posties. Tavern. I should do that. Or the Dog and Monocle. Yes. Yes, keep Nowra open. The Dog and Waddy What? <laughs> Monocle. Um, couple of bubbling unders we need to watch as well. What's this? I don't like it. I feel uncomfortable. Camel Fat and Elderbrook Cola. I just, like, had a like an attack in the brain. I don't know what to call it. Someone, I hate this. I feel like someone's put on a Ministry of Sound CD from 2009. That's it. And how is this in the charts? Also top 40 at the moment. I tell a man's not hot. I tell a man's not hot. The girl told me, take off the jacket. I said, babe. Man's not hot. Never hot. Good, great. Well done, everyone. <laughs> it's the Ting Tingo Skurra. And then he's playing, um, he's playing some Australian shows over New Year's as well. And also just bubbling under the top 40 at the moment. Is this one which keeps popping up in memes and viral videos from people like Jake Rich? Gucci Gang. Uh. I hate That's all meme like songs. <laughs> I know. It's Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. This is another of the Lil family. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Oh, is this having this song's having like genuine chart success in the US? I think huge. You know, the world's already on fire. Why not just burn the rest down? <laughs> Charts are exhausting sometimes. <laughs> We gotta listen to some new stuff. Wigs were set up wonderfully. My wigs, wig for everyone. Wig heads, wig. Hey, wig. This wig. I am wigless. Here is 
her bopness. Carly Hansen is her name, and we love her. From Wisconsin. Worked at Macca's. I think she still works at Macca's, potentially. I love her. I know, she's amazing. This is the follow-up to a song we all fell in love with earlier in the year, Why Did You Lie? Um, This chick's 17. She's just just an icon without putting any effort into being an icon. I love her. So good. I don't love that weird little drop. I think it doesn't progress the chorus properly and just I agree, takes a Nathan. strange left turn. But it's a good song. Just not my favourite of hers. Out of the two. <laughs> well, I've, I've heard more. Oh, oh yeah, you have. We both have it. We both heard more. There's good shit coming. I think this is really good. I think it's nice. It's such a perfect next step for her. Um, Dale Anthony just doing the most again. We love him. We love Dale Anthony. Next year's best new writer <laughs> award. Speaking of... Um, Carly is nominated for our Project You You've Done Quite Well award for Best Not Australian Musical Discovery. Fuck, we we'll, really went well with the categories this year. We'll get into those later. <laughs> yeah, stick around for that. Project You, the podcast. Here is my favourite person alive. My number one listened to song of this year is by her. I, and I haven't heard it. YouTube's Lauren Geraldo. Is she YouTube? And now Pop Music's Lauren Geraldo. I was confusing her with Lauren Juraguay. No, different people. Yeah, they're really easy to get confused. I would say Lauren Geraldo is more of an icon. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Maggie Lindemann. She went live with Trevor Moran yesterday and my mind exploded. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you die? That that right there is a perfect duet. Oh, absolutely. All right, let's listen to this. You're so She's kind of got a Camila Cabello vibe to her. I disagree. <laughs> What's your thoughts? I'm bored. Listen, can we put Only Lovers on? Because I don't think we gave that song the justice it deserved earlier this year. Oh, we're inside a bunker. Here's TK and Danielle Hall, Bomb Bomb. Not to be confused with Sam and the Womp. I don't know. I think it's annoying. <laughs> I love that that little symphonic bit. Yeah. I love, I love Danny, and we love TK as well. I, I like TK when she's doing electronic pop numbers. Um, not when she's like on that god awful ad where she's singing about stomping around like a 
Stop your feet like a brontosaurus. That song, that's the most annoying song I may have ever heard. Um, and this continues that vibe. <laughs> and I think this is not Danny, Danielle Hall's best work this year by far. From what I could tell, they kind of put it out as a sort of this is fun kind of moment. Yeah. And I like that. I like that. It, that's sort of the future of where music's going. And for her to end up two weeks on top of New Music Friday as the first song, like she did the Basenji track the week before. Yes. I was like, this is cool. This is like an artist who is thinking outside of the usual label structure and just putting tunes out when she feels like it. And that is the stuff that I'm obsessed with at the moment. But you've got to take it on Sonic value as well. And I like it sonically. It's fun. It's a weird... Just as a side note, I've yeah. done a little bit of a Google and um, because of a Brontosaurus's like heavy weight... All they would have done would be able. They were very mo- slow moving, and they're very unintelligent. Oh, so if they would, so have it's unlikely their feet, that they were stomping. There wouldn't be a lot of slow. consistency there. It'd just be like one stomp, and then they'd like take a while and stomp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a bit of a fun fact for you. It's good to know. Thanks so much. Let's talk about the Grammys. Nominations are out. <sighs> <laughs> Every time an awards nominations thing happens, Nathan has the same reaction. Um, hang on. What the fuck is going on in here on this day? <laughs> what is that react. from? That's Alyssa Edwards from her hit web series, Alyssa's Secret. Um, <laughs> record <laughs> of the crediting. year. <laughs> Red Bone by Childish Gambino. Despacito. The Story of OJ by Jay-Z. I, look, if you'd have asked me, did a Jay-Z album come out in the last year? I would have said... No, I feel like I would have heard about that. It was the one that exclusively came out on Samsung devices for like a week. There shouldn't be. What a happened to title? Bit. It probably was on that afterwards. So every every brony in San Remo would have got it. Jeez. <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> Humble by Kendrick Lamar, which is fine. And uh, Twenty Four Carrot. Yeah. <laughs> K Magic. Getting there. By Bruno Mars. Oh my goodness. This is why straight people shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> yeah, interesting. I had a friend at uni who just sang Humble every day, all day, every day. Are you no longer friends with them? No, she's great. And I was, I was fine with it. I don't hate Kendrick Lamar, actually. Can we go to the Song of the Year nominations? Because this was kind of great. Oh, is it? Despacito, 444. I don't know what that is. That's a Jay-Z thing. Julia Michaels Issues. Which I'm really happy about. The way this song is written, constructed, everything about it deserves, like, critical acclaim like this. Yes. And Julia just deserves Grammy nominations every year just for existing. Absolutely. As does Justin. Oh, yeah. I saw her live the other night. Oh, Yeah, so how was it? So she opened for Shawn Mendes, which was absurd. Mm. When she did the mashup of the songs that she'd co-written, oh, it was so good. Did she include Hands to My... Um, she did Hands to Myself. Hands to Myself. She did Sorry, uh, Julia Michaels Remix. Friends? <laughs> no, not Friends. She did Sorry, She did Sorry, she did Love Myself by uh, Hayley Steinfeld, which I didn't know she What written. a song. But why um, didn't she, she do did this? She did Used to Love You by Gwen Stefani. I was wondering about your mama. I'm glad she didn't actually. I'm sad that was omitted. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway. So then the um, Suicide Hotline song by Logic and Alessia Cara, etc. That's good. 
which is, yeah, that's good. That deserves it. And then that's what I like by Bruno Mars. Yet again, the straight people are at it again. That song was just the same old sonic shit that people keep pumping out, and I'm sick of it. This should have been nominated strictly for the line, Who can relate? Woo! (laughs) All songs should have that in it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Literally. <laughs> Album of the year. Only one I want to talk about is that Melodrama was nominated, and yeah. rightfully so. The Good. problem with her this year is that we can't nominate her songs in individual categories because they're so, they're all so good at a similar level. Yeah. But you, mm. you got to say the green light was still a bit of a standout. Just in the... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. Because Homemade Dynamite, well, yeah. Sober, and Perfect, and pl- perfect, perfect Places, places. Are all so yeah. good. I'm like trying to do my top 10 pop songs of the year at the moment and I, I'm having a lot of trouble with Lord. <laughs> Can I say, I think I've had a realisation I don't like Lord. What? I don't know why. I have no reason to As a to person like or her. as an artist? As a person. She's so good live. I lost my wig. <laughs> Best new artist. Did you put up posters? <laughs> Alessia Cara, Khalid, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels and SZA. I just, I just can't. <laughs> What can't you? Uh, it's just such a funny category. It's great to see Susan nominated for that. Should we shout out the Australians? Um, namely one, because the other one was Terrible Live once, and I don't want to give him any credit for existing. Who's this? Mansionaire? <laughs> huh? They're nominated in the death category. Definitely not. They, definitely not. Mansionaire. They were so bad live once. Yep, that's exactly what I was talking about. All you have to do is Sarah Aaron's from I'm Melbourne. So, so happy about this. Her, Noonie Bow and Mates all nominated for their work on Zed and Alessia Cara's stage, which is highly deserved. Best pop duo yes. slash group performance, this one. That's actually a pretty big, like, who are they up against? Something just like this, Despacito, Thunder and Feel It Still. Fucking hell, that is some, that is a big oh. category. And look, they deserve that win, actually. Yeah. Those yeah. awful monsters over the, the Grammys will not will uh, award that to Portugal the Man. I've been like that. researching a lot about Portugal the Man for some reason lately. And they sound like they're just, like, off their face constantly. I hate it. Finding out that this vocal wasn't a woman really shook me. <laughs> I know. And, yeah, they were like, oh, I think the name's pretty obvious. Like, it's um, it's an Elias. Like, uh, Portugal is an enigma. And we make it obvious that, the, you know, the man. Did you just, the man. Did you just think that alias is pronounced Elias? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant to say. I forgot the word. <laughs> Well done, mate. Well done. I forgot it existed. Um, there's nothing else interesting, so let's move on. True. Um, Michael Bublé is up for one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sweeper moment. That's a bloody, but that's a promo, guys. That's a promo. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some Central Coast excellence. Yes. Yes. We must. This is the Deep Blue. This is the brainchild of a guy named Blake Wares, who is going to be one of the most important music people of the next couple of decades. Kid's a genius. This is called Sleep In. I tried to see you again. This time you know I've been drowning. You said don't do it alone again. Hold my phone, check my breathing. It's 9am, you're gone. Had you heard this yet, Grace? I have not. I should have, but I have not. The chorus is great. Yeah, 
wrote it, produced it, mixed it, mastered it all on his own. Pretty much. There's a guy named Peter Holtz involved as well. Usually when people do that, it sounds amateurish, and this doesn't. No. It's great. Not in the slightest. Yeah, absolute genius stuff. The video is incredible as well. And in fact, it's that good. We've nominated it for Project U's You've Done Quite Well Awards 2017 for Best Music Video. Yeah, just chucking something different in there. Yeah. And, you know, we, we make no secret of the fact that we are all from the central coast of New South Wales, which has proven time and time again to be a place of incredible music. But finally, all of those people aren't coming from Gosford High School. Yes! <laughs> like, you know, we're all talking about Nina Girachi at the moment. She's a Central Coast chick. Um, and Jake you know, Howden. Jake Howden, who Blake actually played uh, pads and, and piano for at his EP launch. show was so good. show was amazing. One of the, my favourite shows of the year was Jake Howden's EP launch. And if you haven't listened to Quintilis, his EP, do that. It's so good. I could talk about the Central Coast music scene for days, to be honest. Just the you know what I'm excited for? Amazing. The Nara music scene. Well, yeah. What was that, mate? I'll get you around the Nara music scene. I'll do that, mate. Yeah. Oh. I'd love it. Everyone does a cover of the Jamboree theme song as the the start of their EP. <laughs> <laughs> Project U, the podcast. This is Tigerilla and Muki. This drop just has summer written all over it. The drop is so good. Yeah. I've always referred to it since I first heard it like a year and a half ago as hands to myself on steroids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was that time. Yeah. We don't deserve Muki. It has been decided. Has everyone watched the video for this as well? I love it. It's so good. It's so cute and fun. More icons. <laughs> oh boy. And Sam Bluer. It's been a long time coming for us to play Sam Bluer on this podcast. God, what a feeling it is. The best feeling. We love a car sound effect. What kind of car do you reckon that was, guys? Uh, Maserati. <laughs> I think a more Beamer, Mazda kind of way. <laughs> Any ideas, Nathan Jack? Uh, <laughs> Toyota. Oh, great. That's a high-end Toyota. Great guess. <laughs> Literally, the sugary bop we needed um, to kick off summer, I think. So good. It's so good. We love a summer bop. Yeah. Yeah, watch out for Sam Bluer's name in 2018. Go and go and follow him on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> that's where he's most active. That'll feed you for now. <laughs> yeah, he has a lovely face. Project U, the podcast. I was busy thinking about boys. Welcome to Nathan's segment, Boys, which replaces Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> in that Nathan just plays cute boys. Yeah. Um, so first up, 
house is Birthday, who I think we've played before. plenty of times. Um, dude from the US, and I just love every song he ever does. This one's called Licorice. I remember him. Yeah. Really, really fun Google. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> when you're trying great, to find his music. Great SEO on that artist. Parson James, who we've also talked about, another guy from the US. His new single is called Only You. It's the best ballad of the year, co-written by some icons from Sweden, including uh, a dude who's in Zara Larsson's band and has produced a lot of great stuff, like um, the last few Benjamin and Grosso singles. Oh, great. And the chorus on this is just stunning. Oh, hello. I love it because it sounds like a Swedish Eurovision entry. Yeah, true. Which we need more of in American pop music. You know what it is when you hear that. It gives me a full body shiver every time I hear him make that noise. God, I hate French Montana. There's a new pretty much single. It features French Montana. French Montana out here doing the most to pop music. He's in the country, which I find disturbing. Yeah. It was amazing. They delivered The weekend at 25 times platinum plaque the other day. This is going back a few years. Because <laughs> he hasn't been here before. French got given a three times plaque and it was quite paling in comparison. Yeah, I'm feeling uh, so it's a new single from pretty much the new boy band by Simon Cowell in the US. A lot of words. Easy to sing all. <laughs> no more. What do you reckon? I think it's my least favourite song they've put out. I was going to so say, far. Teacher's still the best. Yeah, Would Teacher. You Mind was so good. Teacher was great. The last song was fine. It was just a bit slow. Mm. This, this I'm not really feeling. But they are gaining a fan base at extremely high speeds for a band that has not been on a show. Yeah, fair. Reckon they've got it in chart potential here? Yeah. I reckon they absolutely do. If we can have BTS in our charts, sure. Good point. When we can have them at number three the other week. It's wild. Tweet along with hashtag Project U Podcast. Album alert. Album alert. Album alert. We are finally getting to a point where we are in a room that has microphones so we can talk about reputation. The... I don't know, only relevant pop album that's been released this year. <laughs> um, Melodrama. I forget the, about that album because it's so short. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Um, There's like nine real songs on that album. What makes it relevant in your eyes? I don't know, it's the, the biggest pop album of the year. Everyone talks about her. Yep. Um, so... We've talked about this before, but not on a microphone. My top two are Endgame and Getaway Car. How are you feeling about it, Nick? Um, definitely, definitely, Endgame is up there. To be honest, like, people I think hate this, bit- this song, but I think that's just because they're you know wanting Twitter Boring. retweets. 
Um, I did have my hesitations when Gorgeous first came out, but I think it's actually ended up being, like, quite literally my favourite song on the entire album. Really? It's just really well-written pop. <laughs> I still I really like Ready For It. No, I'm out of... Ready For It's boring me. Are you um, ready for it? Ready for it, and look what you made me do now just looks like trash. I was oh, obsessed with it. Look what you album. made me do sticks out on this album. It just does not fit. It's, yeah. And when it compared to the rest of them, it's the worst song on the album by far. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm really into the idea that in an alternate universe, I Did Something Bad was the first single, followed by Endgame. Can you imagine? She would have broken records for the amount of time at number one. <laughs> what are we thinking about this is why we can't have nice things? Because this is... I like the- it. Yeah. It's another meme title. I hate meme titles. Because this is the PC Music-esque one, isn't it? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Everyone was saying it's PC Music-esque. But I am surprised Max Martin hasn't done anything like that yet. Yeah. Because he was the first to jump on the last few trends. <laughs> he loves, yeah, he loves to hop on a trend. Like, adores it. This is why we can't have nice things. Good chorus. I think it's, it's a good, good chorus. I think it makes its point. Big chorus. Big chorus. I really... Ooh, you and me. I love the, the verses. It's good. Um, but my favourite, Getaway Car. Yeah. yeah, this is a classic. Imagine this live at the Reputation World Tour when it hits ANZ Stadium in November 2018. I really want to go. Yeah, same. <laughs> With Charlie and Sport. Yes. Should we do a Project You podcast outing to Reputation World Tour 2017? We should. Yeah, let's take out a small loan. So that's, <laughs> that's two outings we've got planned as a group. We've got the Rooligans Christmas Party, those are the Who Weekly uh-huh. fans of Australia's Christmas Party, and then Taylor Swift Reputation World Tour. At you know what's interesting? Is that a few episodes ago we all spoke about Jamboree and how we should do a group podcast from Jamboree. Well, guess who now lives near Jamboree? Oh my God, is it the girl who controls the action? It's, it's Grace. I'm Grace Controls the Action Guard, and Inventor I live near Jamboree. <laughs> Great podcast recommendation, switched on pop. Did a really, really, really cool episode that analysed I Did Something Bad and Getaway Car. And it's just so interesting because they're like, full get in there, analyse it, analyse the instruments and how they like relate to the lyrics. It's really, really cool. What you're going to do now, guys, is you're going to go and hit the play next button on that. You're going to do a little bit of uh, tapping and a couple of extra buttons will be pushed and you'll hit play next so you finish listening to the podcast. <laughs> but, you know, you got also got to make sure that you're subscribed to us because if you know what you're doing... Yeah, hit the subscribe button, please. We're now on... What's that thing we're now on? Stitcher. <laughs> now on Stitcher. Stitcher. Well. Oh, Stitcher. Yeah, on Stitcher, guys. I've heard of that. This is a Stitcher? Stitcher. We've got about four listeners on Stitcher, so shout-out to our Stitcher listeners. Amazing. Also, shout-out to Jules Lefever. Yeah. Um, who couldn't tell the difference between you, me, and Ed on the last episode of the podcast, which is completely valid. Project You, the podcast. Uh, what is this? What is this? Game show music. We're announcing the award. Okay, but why can't you show me? I don't know. I couldn't find anything under awards. All right, so every year, Project U does the You've Done Quite Well Awards, which are awarded. Oh my God, I'm going to start the entire fucking thing again. (laughs) Every year, Project U does the You've Done Quite Well Awards, where we award people who've done quite well during the year in various musical categories. Some of the categories are more controversial than others. 
Some of the categories have absurd names. Some of them are plain categories you'd find in things like the Grammys and the ARIA Awards. <laughs> Nathan, where should we start? So, I'm going to start from the bottom of me page and work our way up. Where's your page? Because I'd love to look at it and play some of the grabs for you. So, if you head to projectu.tv, oh, yeah. you will find links to it everywhere possible. Yeah. <laughs> We've really done some great... We've done a takeover, guys. Uh, so, first category is a new one called Queer Excellence. Yes. So, great LGBT uh, artists that we are including... So we've got uh, Muna or Muna. I don't know how to pronounce that band's name yet. I say Muna. Yeah, I think it's No, Muna. I say Muna. No, I don't know. But uh, I'm glad they're not angry. Great clarification over there in Nara. They like to tweet angry things <laughs> about how like queer is not a genre and things about how they've written about online. So I'm glad they haven't <laughs> sent me an angry tweet for not daring to nominate them. Uh, Superfruit, great. Uh, the gays from Pentatonix that released an incredible album this year. Leland... Our bud from the US who's a songwriter who's written some bops this year. That's super freedom. I'm just about a song late here, guys. Uh, Brockhampton, who is the great new hip-hop boy band featuring various artists of murky classifications and then the <laughs> openly gay lead, uh, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin Abstract. <laughs> uh, Cub Sport, who seem to do nothing but talk about how they're engaged. Um, the two, <laughs> the two. Um, I'm. I feel sorry for the other two that are in the band because I don't see them anymore. <laughs> uh, Sophie, Alex Leahy, Keenan Lonsdale, my my fave. Your your other boyfriend who came out this year, and then Halsey and Lauren Jeregi for their bisexual anthem. <laughs> bisexual, bisexual anthem that implied you have to be wine. I mean, you have to drink wine. Oh, to be white. I think it was you just have to be white. And I was like, where is that? <laughs> Did they say that? Try by. Then Try by. best band that happens to be full of boys, which is a joke, guys. Um, yeah, <laughs> just FYI, at in stereo fans, it's a joke. So, our nominees for that one are Brockhampton, The Vamps, BTS, In Stereo, Pretty Much, and Citizen Four. Pretty Much has run off with that one, and that's how I now know that they have an online fan base. <laughs> uh... Then there's the category that you came up with, Nick. Best chorus, averagest versus. Yes! It's my yes. favourite one. That I came up with most of the nominations for. And I'm getting a, a lot of flack for the nominations, particularly one that's sitting on the top of that nominations <laughs> list, and particularly from one boyfriend of mine. So, Rita Ora, Anywhere. Zane and Sia, Dusk Till Dawn. Katy Perry, Swish Swish. Katy Perry, Bon Appetit. Tanache Flame, Liam Payne, Bedroom Floor, Hayley Steinfeld and others, Let Me Go, and Sam Smith, Too Good at Goodbye. So those are songs we think have pretty good choruses, but average verses. Yeah, uh, which I think is valid. Should we put in who we think is going to win in these, or should we just like... Should we up? make a choice about who we're voting for? Yeah, or? yeah, let's do that. I think that's that's valid. We did that for the Arias. I'll be voting um, Bon Appetit for that because I think that chorus of Bon Appetit is amazing. Yeah, I think so too because there's some some lines in the verses that are just truly garbage, but then that chorus is so good. I think I voted for Rita Ora anywhere. Because you just wanted to give her a win. Yeah, she needs yeah, to win. Yeah, she deserves something. But uh, no, that's a very good song. Most surprisingly half-decent album, which is another of Nick's categories. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Demi Lovato, Tell Me You Love Me. George Maple, Lover. 
<laughs> now we'll do some clarifications here. A lot I of questions. Him, when we were doing this in the Google Doc, I just put in brackets allegedly next to it because I hadn't heard it and I was like, oh, is it decent? I doubt that. Because <laughs> I had recently seen her do an opening set for Lord and I wasn't particularly impressed by that performance. The words toilet paper had emerged out of that performance. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Maroon 5, Red Pill Blues. Uh, the song Wait on that. God, it's just so good. Pink, Beautiful Trauma, I was actually genuinely shocked to find was pretty good. Taylor Swift, Reputation, I mean, with the first few that were bad, you know, it was a shock. Uh, Katy Perry, Witness is a pretty good album. Matt Terry, Trouble. Who is so, Matt Terry? Matt Terry is that guy who won the X Factor, I want to say, last year in the U- um, UK. Um, he put out the song Sucker For You that we played on this podcast and I thought was great. So his album came out and I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And I was shook to my core that it was actually pretty good. There's one song on there co-written by um, Tom Aspel. Yes. It's pretty right. good. Yeah, yeah. And then last nomination is Ed Sheeran for Divide because I was shocked to find that that album was quite decent. Especially the song Galway Girl on that record. So, best tweets is our next category. Um, and I went through and I found just some tweets from each. And I think I'll read them out here as I oh, yep. read out each Absolutely, you, you go for it. Nicole Miller. Uh, <laughs> Can we just talk about my panelling right now? Because I'm literally yeah, it's great. running around getting these songs. Uh, I couldn't find a great tweet from her, so I put this one in. Anyone here vegan? <laughs> How do you get your B12? I'm deficient. I take a supplement and I'm not even vegan. Water drop. <laughs> Zara Larson, it's so nice to be off tomorrow because it's Beyonce's birthday. She's great, but she deleted all her tweets earlier this year, so it was difficult. Yeah. Muki, FYI, guys, don't sing homemade dynamite at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. Paces, which is my favourite tweet on this page. Uh, It's got a big knife, and it says, with this blade, I cut those who say espresso. (laughs) 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 MNEK... I found difficult nailing down one great tweet, but this is just one that was particularly crazy. Um, guys, I had no idea that Dusty Springfield actively refused to perform to segregated crowds in South Africa back in the day. A woke queen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Abstract, the tweet I chose for him was just uh, the GQ cover of Sean Mendes and him saying, wow. <laughs> His tweets about uh, Sean Mendes are my yes. favourite thing on the internet. They are really good. Really, really good. Uh, then Ollie Alexander is nominated and winning by far because he has some crazy stands. His tweet is, he didn't text me back, but what he doesn't know is I'm a powerful witch. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got Morat in some great glittery boots saying, if I didn't own these shoes, I would pay oh. someone who did to kick me in the face. <laughs> I'm really upset because I had great boots like that and now she's just like totally taken over by doubling the size of the boots and I'm I'm very upset about them. I don't know what happened, but somehow Zara Larson now has 74% of that vote. Shit, Uh, that's (laughs) Um, I'm voting Morat in that category. I'm voting Kevin Abstract because the 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 Shawn Mendes content is just so relatable. Our best music video we need to have a harsh chat about, and that (laughs) is that you need to vote for the video that you think is actually the best and not just the one that's by your, your fave, okay? Do some critical thinking. Now that we've got that out of the way. <laughs> is that directed at any particular fan base? I'm just Jake? saying, when Charlie XCX's Boys exists, how could you vote for anything else? So it's Boys, Dua Lipa, New Rules, uh, Wafia's Bodies, which is genuinely a really, really cool video, uh, Troy Sivan Heaven featuring Betty Who, um, which is a pretty good video, uh, Camila Cabello, Havana, 
Katy Perry, Change of the Rhythm, which that video deserved more. It's great. Clean Bandit mm. Symphony featuring Sarah Larson because that video was oh, that's what I know, genuinely for. emotional. And then we nominated The Deep Blue Sleep In just for something fun. That's a song you heard earlier in the podcast from a Central Coast band. It's basically just a pastel blue and that video pink like, made me blues. pay attention. Yeah, exactly. And that's always exciting when you have a good-looking band with a good-looking aesthetic. It's all wonderful. Um, <laughs> and then my favourite category, which I've expanded this year... Uh, is Best Arm. <laughs> <laughs> Last year won by Sean Mendes, obviously. Um, this year we've expanded it to eight nominees, which I had to do some hard thinking about. Oh, you, it was re- really <laughs> difficult thinking. For you. But if there was anyone Poor to thing. work out who should be nominated, it was me. So we've got Jacob Whitesides, Sean Mendes, Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas, Jake Miller, Liam Payne, Zach Abel, and Guy Sebastian. <laughs> Now, Guy Sebastian is he's a been real... working out. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's sort of a, a, a sprouter in this one. Sprouter. <laughs> yeah. He's called uh, Guy Sebastian you, a Why don't you talk sprouter? about best person on radio? Okay, yeah, let's talk oh. about best person on radio. So, yep. the nominees for... Best person on radio. Ash London of Ash London Live fame. Or should I say... Ash London Live, baby! <laughs> baby. <laughs> Ash has been a like massive champion of new music this year. Um, the biggest commercial radio champion of new music in the country by a country mile. But she's so good. In recent history, probably one of the best, you know, people to do that. Definitely that kind of thing. Um, yes. Second is Keeks. <laughs> we love him from the Fox in Melbourne, and also from the famed two-week radio show hashtag Hit Nights. I don't know <laughs> what it was about that two weeks, but I listened to the radio much more often, and it was mm. a great show. <laughs> He's the best. Uh, also nominated is Draco from Ashland and Live. Her yes. um, side high kick, as she <laughs> refers to him. Um, Bridget Hustway from Triple J is nominated. She uh, slipped into the lunch spot this year and is doing an amazing job of it. And also on the side and also on the radio championing amazing new pop music. So she's an absolute legend and very young and, and, and smashing that. Um, and Byron Cook from Hit AU. Yes. Who does an Australian music show every week and has for, for many, many years now been a massive champion of Australian music. Alright, so next category, best pop riding machine. So those are our favourite riders of the year. First up is Leland, who has had credits on Selena Gomez Fetish. Uh, Martin Garrix and Troy's there for you. Sabrina Carpenter's Why, which oh. I have to say is still a bop. I'm still listening Tell to. Tell me when um, AliEx Vintage and his own single mattress, which is still iconic. Yep. Sarah Aaron's, also known as Page Four, which is her stage name. So she co-wrote Zed and Alessia Cara's Stay, which is just brilliant. She did Cosmo's Midnight History, oh, yeah. Demi Lovato, Lonely, Galantis, Tell Me You Love Me, and a Jesse Ware single. Um, yeah, that's right. What about that? And uh, some of this Mabel stuff, and Mabel's meant to be a massive right. pop project out of the UK next year as well to watch out for. Um, <laughs> Grace is sending her <laughs> uh, messages in now via text. She says, tell them I say all very good, all very good pop writing machine. <laughs> Thanks, Grace. Uh, Louis Schul. <laughs> did Guy Sebastian's High on Me, Astrid S, Party's Over, Benjamin Ingrosso, Good Lovin', Jack and Jack, Beg, Jessica Marboy's Fallen. Fuck, he's had the, a year, Some hasn't of the he? credits he's had this year. Uh, next, Julia Michaels, Justin Bieber, Friends with Blood Pop, Astrodesk, Party's Over Again, 
Selena Gomez, Bad Liar, which sounds so, so good when she sings it. She did that the other night when I saw her. Oh, yeah. Um, Pink's Barbies, which is one of the best songs on that album. And she also <laughs> wrote a song for Jacob Sartorius named Skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> a saviour. Charlie Puth is our next nominee. So he did So Good, Zara Larson, Bedroom Floor with Liam Payne, Lips on You with Maroon 5, and his own iconic singles, Attention and How Long. And MNEK is another one who's had some absolute bangers this year. So he did IDGAF with Dua Lipa. Oh, my God, he did. is deserving of number one. Um, Jax Jones and Demi Lovato's Instruction, which is just a total bop. Uh, his own single, Paradise, Five After Midnight, Up In Here, which was a bop. Oh, my God, that was so good. Um, and the other Jax Jones single, Housework. Yes, which I still play in every DJ set yes. I've ever done. Yes. So he also, also, he must be credited for his vocal work on every Jax Jones single so far. What you, what you gonna do? <laughs> That's so good. Uh, Lauv, who had shocking uh, credits on the songs Charlie XCX Boys and Jack and Jack Beg. <laughs> Wait, was Lauv and Louis Shaw both on Beg? Yeah, absurd scenes. Yeah, but. Uh, so he also did No Promises with Cheat Codes and Demi Lovato. Uh, his own vocal on DJ Snake's A Different Way. And then his own iconic I Like Me Better. And other singles like Easy Love and Paris in the Rain. Like, that's a pop writing machine right there. That's exactly what we call a pop writing machine. And then good. our A-list pop writing machine, Jack Antonoff, who has done this year Green Light. Getaway Car, Beautiful Trauma, Perfect Places, Call It What You Want, and other iconic pop songs. Cause there's more in this bloodstone. So, Best Australian Pop Thing. We have a lot of nominees for this category. Run through them yes, rather briefly. To. I just used um, some sort of hand yeah, gestures to tell them the actual <laughs> fuck up. Guy Sebastian, Donatachi, Asta, Ricky Lee, Nicole Miller, Wafia... Cub Sport, In Stereo, and Guard. Can you stop being that white guy that pronounces Wafia wrong? I don't know how to pronounce Wafia! it. Wafia! That was what I said. We do need to briefly chat about this uh, category. Best music person who isn't primarily a musician. <laughs> Ash London for being an icon on the radio. Kim Cattrall <laughs> for her scatting We legacy. need to play it. People need to know. Can you get it up? Because we need to play it. Oh, dear. People need to know why Kim Cattrall of Sex and the City fame has been nominated for a Project Yule Award in 2017. So this year, this video, which is iconic, got its own museum exhibit. I read poetry and sonnets, and he plays the upright bass. Well, he bit all the he dogs, winked at all the she dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that today. We just have a good rhythm together, you know. So she's nominated for the legacy of that iconic uh, video. Julia yeah. Gillard is nominated for being Rihanna's best friend. They've gone on some great trips to uh, developing countries to talk about girls' education and, you know, hung out in NYC. It's amazing. <laughs> now we right? have uh, Nino Munoz, who, uh, what's the word, photographed <laughs> Flume's GQ cover, uh, which is something... Can you tell that was a Nathan Jake edition? Uh, deserving of reward because... Uh, those photos are great. 
Zendaya forgot that she was a pop star this year and didn't release any music. <laughs> Classic. So she's nominated. Flex Mummy is nominated. Why is she nominated, Nick? She's a slashy. She does everything. She's a presenter on MTV. She's a radio host. She's a DJ. She's a she's a social queen. She's just literally everyone's life. She's great. We loved her. This year we saw her DJing in a grilled. Um, <laughs> we did. I forgot about that. What a wonderful time. So funny. Uh, Happy Mardi and Gras. then Ansel Elgort, who is primarily an actor, but is also uh, an excellent pop star. Which Bingo. should be paying attention to. So, best not Australian musical discovery, Carly Hansen, Youngblood, <laughs> Maximilian, Billie Eilish, Yayan, and Sigrid. Best Australian musical discovery, Tom J. Williams, Rave Tapes. I'm so behind. You're running through them Mewky. too quickly now. <laughs> Keenan Lonsdale, that's my vote. Rule and Odette. That's a fairly uh, crazy category, that one. So, International Song of the Year. Lauv, I Like Me Better. Dua Lipa, New Rules. Lady Gaga, The Cure. Charlie XCX, Boys. Camila Cabello, Havana. Martin Garrix and Troy Sivan, There For You. Shawn Mendes, There's Nothing Holding Me Back. And Clean Bandit, Symphony with Zara Larson. Boom. Uh, Australian Song of the Year, which I really, I like this category a lot. So, Tom J. Williams, Closure, More Rat, Better, Waf- Wafia, Wafia, <laughs> Bodies, Guy Sebastian, Vesuvius, East's Life Goes On, Cyrus, Don't Let Me Know, M Phases and Rules, Golden Years, and Jack River, Fool's Gold. So, a big category, Music Person of the Year. Eight women, one guy. <laughs> Good. And I, you know what the best part is? Didn't even notice Not intentional. <laughs> I noticed at the last second. I was like, oh, that's funny. Is that what they call feminism? I think it is. Uh, this is your favourite feminist podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm Lena Dunham. <laughs> so, Dua Lipa, Lord, Rita Ora, Lauv, Charlie XCX, Mulrat, Astrid S and Julia Michaels are our nominees. For music person of the year. That one is really, really close between Dua Lipa and Lord, who are both, in fact, at 36% right now. Wow. They're big so numbers. So head to projectu.tv. You'll find the page pretty easily, and you'll be able to nominate, uh, not nominate, able to vote for each category. Will you marry me? strongly recommend that you do that, and thank you for listening to that monologue. <laughs> that took a lot longer than I expected it to. You have earned yourself a bloody water, mate. I'd say a beer, but you're not really a beer kind of cat, are you? I'm neither, I'm neither a beer person or a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're going to try and go back to weekly, okay? Please go and vote. Yeah, go and vote. Um, you'll hear some of the nominees for those um, on the podcast in the next few weeks, actually. We're going to be chatting to some of them. Um, Grace's mic's still not working, so uh, she'd like to say... She she loves you and she's sorry she's in Nara. Yeah, which is all valid. Um, I still think one of my best tweets was when I said, there's nothing holding me back except for me legs. <laughs> Great content, Grace. Thanks so much. At projectu.tv.